to TNT Talk. I'm Tina. And I'm Thamali. Okay, so for our second episode of our second season, we're going to be talking a little bit about our kind of culture and religion and our experiences with that um, in our personal lives, but also how we've been seeing it in the media and social media recently. So you ready, Tina? Yep, absolutely. I feel like we can just completely like, jump in into it. So um, just off the top of my head, my first question for you would be, have you ever been ashamed of your culture, religion, or like the color of your skin or anything of that sort? Yes, for sure. I think a lot of people like, you know, that are children of immigrants or just, you know, are a person of color definitely has, you know, experienced some sort of, I guess, feeling of sh- a shame, like, like they don't want to be like who they are. So I've definitely experienced it a lot in elementary or I've actually seen it a lot. Um, just cause of like, a, like a lot of colorism comments um also for my parents too which obviously doesn't help but from kids as well just calling people just everyone who's like dark skin just black because you know whether or not you are black or just south asian who's just you know like has a bit of darker skin they just have a completely negative connotation to it and i just think that's just so like it just makes it seem like it's a bad thing even though it's not but the way they portray the comment makes it seem like it's it's like you're like like you're like a piece of shit like no one cares about you i don't know yeah yeah if, i know i totally got that like it seems like you're some sort of outcast which is funny though because about colorism it's also very prevalent within our own community itself so like where fair women's skin are preferred over like a woman that's darker which sucks but i mean it is what it is like if you ever see there's so many products that are like literally marketed to um reduce the like darkness of your skin so you become more fair so like for example products like fair and lovely and stuff like that and honestly as a kid i never i never really felt that because i am more fair but i'm not like super fair either right so i remember there was this one time where i just picked up a fair and lovely product like as a joke and i saw there was like a little scale on the like um side of the product and like it made it seem like the fairest of the fairest like a white complexion was the best possible like result you can get from using this product and i don't know for that for some reason that kind of hurt because like it was like i'm not that color like i'm not that like i'm not that light like i don't know it's very small but i mean it's it's just those little like things that add up you know that's what hurts and and like along with that like other moments that i've experienced one like that especially stands out to me and i'm sure like other people can relate to this one is just the smell of our food and or the appearance of it because other people don't really recognize or understand what we are eating and i remember there was this one time i was in like grade eight and i got this um like sabji i'm gonna just like say yeah. it like hindi it was like palak paneer and it's obviously not something white people eat. <laughs> like this is just the easiest way to say it and one of my friends she was white and she was like ew what are you eating that's so gross no. and never in my life until that day was like i was like wait what like i was so confused it kind of hurt because like it was like wait like really and then i, I literally stopped bringing indian food to school and if i did i wouldn't eat it in, in front of anyone wow. because like i was almost like 
scared like someone would like judge or like be like oh my god like ew what are you eating like it's so hard to explain like our food to someone who's not from there or has any sort of ethnic background right mm-hmm. so i know I, I tended to like not eat in front of other people i would only like get pasta or like sandwiches and or maybe just get food from outside just so like that wouldn't happen so i wouldn't encounter with that experience and another thing i know this was like said to as a joke to me like when i was younger as a kid but it was like oh like oh you're you like your locker in like your area like smells like curry (gasps) and i was like huh (laughs) like what like i have never in my life like i know i didn't smell like that because that's not a thing like i mean sure like our spices are way more fragrant and stuff like that but it doesn't carry on with you for that long you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i was like well okay like i don't know what to say there i was like wow um i'm like i'm sure it was a joke but like low-key that shit hurt i was like damn like i then ever since that i became so conscious like i would stop wearing like every time i would go in the kitchen my mom was cooking something i would not wear the same clothes outside just so like it would prevent me from smelling like the food that we eat at home which sucks but i mean i'm sure a lot of people relate to this so yeah yeah no that like the cooking thing like i i I know like every time like my my mom cooks she's like okay you just put all your stuff in the like somewhere else like not not where we're cooking but like the thing is like i feel like there that there's a reason for that like if it wasn't so you know quote-unquote fragrant or smelly we wouldn't have to because then other people will comment on me like oh like why do you smell like that and she's like oh you know like you shouldn't have those smells going outside because it might be disruptive like there's a negative connotation to it like why does it have to be like that like we can smell how we want to smell like we're not gonna all smell the same dude like mm-hmm. it's just a part of you know who we are and what we eat like there's nothing wrong with that i don't know why there's like there is something wrong with it in our society I don't know and along with this like the other like biggest experience I've had and like it's still up like to this day is obviously my accent Mm. um I'm I am from India so like I have lived there so obviously I have an Indian accent not anymore though like a lot of my like I have like learned how to speak in a more like Canadian accent if that makes sense but obviously there's still words that I still pronounce that have um an Indian touch to it which is unintentional and they're like some things you just can't learn like like you know it just it just comes to me naturally and Mm -hmm. sometimes like in the moment i say it like that and obviously i got made fun for it fun of it but it's all right like i know it's a joke and everything but it's these little things that trigger and like add up and build to you know oppression like yeah yeah but yeah so i think it's ironic because for example, like in Indian culture, we wear these things called bindis and saris and we just have, and henna, that's also part of our, this thing, which is so funny though, because when we used to wear it, like we would almost get made fun of it or like, oh, why are you wearing a third eye or like, ew, what's that on your hand? But then a few years later down the line, you see at Coachella, there are white girls wearing bindis and henna all over them and like, all sorts of things and then when you ask them oh what's that oh nothing this is just white henna actually it's just you know for coachella it's nothing like that like it's just bullshit like that and it's like well um what <laughs> like the biggest problem with today's day in my opinion 
is that our culture will never be accepted unless it's commercialized. That's the only way it's accepted. And it has to be commercialized by white people too. And I know this is going to offend someone, but I don't give a shit. That's just the way the world works. Anything I do, like for example, if I were to wear a sari tomorrow out on the street, I would obviously get stared at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There would be some, you know, nasty stares and ew, what's she wearing? Like, that's so different. But the second a white girl wears that to Coachella and posts it on Instagram, all of a sudden it's it's acceptable. Like, what? Exactly. Make that make sense. I know. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, there's also a lot of, like a, like, a lack of credit too. Like, people don't say anymore that, oh, this is from this culture or this religion or, you know, it's from this and we want to, you know, pay our respects and tell them like, oh, you know, here's the education, here's the facts. It's not like that anymore. It's just rebranding and they will make it their own because that's, they think it's theirs and they they will profit off of it. They don't give it give two shits like we do. <laughs> exactly. Literally. And then when you like stand up and be like, you know, excuse me, you're kind of appropriating my culture, they'll be like, mm, not really, you know what I mean? Like, we can make money off of this, so is it really appropriating culture? And the thing I think the biggest problem with today's day is finding the fine line there's a very fine line between culture appropriation and culture appreciation Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um like the thing is i don't have a problem with someone wearing a sari or a bindi or like eating my food or putting henna that is not the thing it's just that there's a lack of credit you know what i mean you're portraying whatever you're using as your own culture and taking it away from people who've been doing it for years and years and have been like oppressed because of it have been like tortured because of that and that's where the problem is you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah <clears throat> and it's like yes culture appreciation is totally fine like we like of course like, we want to share our culture and i'm sure everyone wants to do that there's no way like we're not like gatekeeping that's definitely not what's happening it's just that people are just taking it and making it their own or just adding their own touch so, you know, it, like, kind of, quote-unquote, dilutes, like, you know, the origin, like, the origin way of where it came from. And so, it's it, the same mm. thing goes with, like, a lot of what's going on with, like, quote-unquote, spirituality. Like, all over, you see probably on TikTok, social media, YouTube. A lot of it does come from, as far as I know, it definitely comes from Buddhism and Hinduism. Like, I don't know much about, like, as much as I want to about the other religions, but I'm sure that there is a lot of you know parts that are incorporated into what's considered now as spirituality like you know how we like do the everyone talks about like oh you're gonna go on your spiritual awakening or you know letting things go that a lot of the stuff is from buddhism like i've been reading a ton of books about it and it's funny because no one no one really i've never seen anyone mention it that it's from from that religion and yet people like say like oh my god what this person saying was awesome what how did they how did they figure that out bro you didn't it was known for years and years and decades and centuries like that's that's what angers me and you know when people put you know like religious statues as decoration that makes me want to oh my god i cannot tell you I cannot tell you the amount of times when I've walked into someone's house and I see a statue of Buddha just standing there and I'm yes. like, oh, are you Buddhist or, so- yeah. Buddhist or something? And it's like, no, I'm not. It's just pretty. Bitch. Excuse me? What do you mean it's just pretty? Yeah. That's not how it works. Please. My culture is not just pretty. Yeah. 
my god. I know, I've seen... I've, and, yeah. Oh, like, talking about, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. No, like, the Buddha statues, I've seen it so much. Like, I've seen it, like, on social media. Like, people just, people just have it because they think it's pretty. Which, yes, it is very beautiful. But if you're not Buddhist and you don't understand what what is what the story is behind it please do not do not just like do not put it in your house i do not care i will break it if actually i will not break it i will steal it sorry that's not you're not supposed to break it (laughs) i will take it and i will steal it and take back what is not yours you know what my favorite thing so far that it's been appropriated from like hinduism what just the um it's a the um symbol oh <gasps> yeah like <sighs> i cannot begin to tell you how much it gets on my nerves when i see a white girl getting om tattooed on girl them. i have seen it countless times i see it every day i wake up i've seen it so much at and it's come to the point where I think if I get a tattoo of Om, I am personally appropriating <laughs> it. And I am Hindu. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, and like with spirituality and everything, uh, it comes from Buddhism and Hinduism, yeah. right? A lot of it, actually not a lot, it is from mm, Buddhism is, and Hinduism. It it's literally, that's mm. what it is. And I've never seen credit ever given. And if there is, it's very sparse or like, bare minimum credit yeah. given and this also comes along with chakras and like manifesting mm. and just the concept of f- like spiritual awakening mm. that i think that um if i'm correct originates from buddhism yes. and it's like well hmm, i don't know it just it just boggles my mind to see that the second white people like our stuff it becomes the most trending topic in the world. Like, this shit's all over TikTok. But, like, when we used to do it, like, just in Hinduism and Buddhism, it was like, um, what are you doing? That's kind of crazy. That is true. what? You know what I mean? Like, so... Like, yeah, I I was... Like, I remember, like, when... Um, like, when I was younger, like, you know, my my mom would say, you know, like, we would, like, pray and stuff. Like, I don't do it anymore. I just, just... I don't find that much, like... I, I do other things but just I don't I don't like pray or anything or go to the temple as much but like I remember I don't I never really wanted to do any of it like I was I was I guess you could say ashamed or I just did not care but now that I'm seeing all this I am I am getting kind of angry like oh my gosh I really don't know or I don't do as much as I would like to when it comes to my my religion and I do want to so I so I know where I'm from like I don't want to lose myself in how people are portraying you know our culture and our and things that are sacred to us in ways so I don't get the wrong information so I had to go out and like find things that are from Sri Lanka not online not on the internet not from social media so I can learn about Buddhism and purely Buddhism you know like yeah exactly and like as you mentioned like you don't um pray as much anymore Mm -hmm. like as much as like when you were a kid i think the thing i've noticed the most is like when growing up obviously i'm not really religious or anything of that sort but i think a lot of that stems from like just like me justifying why i'm not like religious like oh i'm just not religious but i feel like it originally stems from the fact that like it's not super like accepted here Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like I feel like there's those low-key, like, I don't know, just that fact, like, I have, like, I used to have a lot of white friends, Mm -hmm. 
and just like the fact that oh they never did that stuff like i don't know i feel like it low-key stems from there instead of like but i just justify like oh i'm not really a religious person like oh and another reason why i justify it like that because every time you say you're religious white people or like other people just automatically assume you're like a terrorist or some shit like it's like what it's like there is no relation between those Mm. two but all right like i don't know that's true like they just That's assume so you're like an extremist yes. or something. Yes, like, so. oh my so god, like, what are well, you planning? It's not the yeah. case. Literally. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And, like, the problem with this, too, is it's so prevalent in, like, culture appropriation, so prevalent in the media today, like, on YouTube, Instagram, just celebrities in general. Like, I have so many countless celebrities I could call out right now for. Oh appropriating our culture but never apologizing for it and i don't know why they appropriated in the first place like ma'am do you not have a management team that can correct you like i don't get it like how does it even get posted like you have 30 tries before you post that shit you can literally press yeah never mind i do not want to post this like there is literally a pop-up message that says are you sure you want to post this but you still choose to and it's like Mm, are you really sorry then you know what i mean like how naive do you have to be to everyone else's culture like i'm sure like for example like um recently i don't remember when this was but a few months ago um rihanna posted a picture of her in this necklace and she was just wearing shorts and nothing on top and the necklace had a pendant and the pendant was of of god in hinduism like so it the god was ganeshji and she wore it right and she wore it because of the fact that it was purple and her shorts were purple so like they matched right and which is so stupid and you can see you can still find that picture to this day on her instagram she's never removed it she never apologized for it but everyone in the comment section is like excuse me like our culture like is not your accessory like excuse me because it's super inappropriate to put a god on a naked like body like you're like sexualizing it you know what i mean which is so inappropriate like you're not even using it in the right context you know what i mean like that's different and she didn't even apologize for a dude and there's so many cases like i remember there was this one time where she had a fashion show um for fenty and I'm not sure what music she used, but she did use something like some religious music that was obviously inappropriate because it was a lingerie show, like a lingerie fashion show, so which is super, again, super inappropriate. Like, yes, she did apologize, but like, is there no management team that like filters out what's supposed to be used in all songs? Why that? You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, how oblivious do you have to be to everyone else's culture? Which is super, super ironic because Rihanna is a woman of color herself. Yep. You know what I mean? She, A lot of young women and young people look up to her. So if she is doing this, it seems like it's socially acceptable to do so in other people's eyes. You know what I mean? That's a big part of the problem. Yeah, that's true. Like, the, the big people, big people who are famous and who have such a huge platform and have the power to, you know, invoke, like, invoke change... They're, they're also not, you know, really being held accountable. And, even like, it's funny that, like, the people in the comments that you said in Rihanna's post, um, and that, and, like, I'm sure she saw that, like, or her management team or whoever probably saw that, and they didn't think to just take it down and apologize or something. Like, you're still going to have fans regardless of what you just did. So just 
put your pants on and freaking apologize. Just think it's it's really not that hard. And I, I like I don't know like do they are, do they think they're that privileged that it's fine or like it's whatever. And the other thing is like even when it comes to, um, this is more like towards social issues as well like just simply reposting uh, like it that doesn't really do anything there's only very very few celebrities that actually will go out of their way and post content that's truly meaningful will post their own words instead of being oh my god rest in peace ah much love to the country like you know like it's 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 it's, people but that's the thing like they think they can just simply get away with a couple a couple tweets a couple sentences and with a heart emoji and it's all good because you know like the reality is that no matter what they do they will always have a fan base and i think i feel like that they have that safety net which is which is so unfair and so stupid mm-hmm, absolutely and that's where the problem is we don't hold them accountable enough you know exactly. what i mean like it's so easy for them to ignore it because they know at the end of the day we're still going to stream their music they're still going to get their money we're still going to buy their merch no matter how much we're how mad we are at them for doing whatever which sucks but it's just the case and i don't know um i think us as a society also has to do a better job at making sure celebrities and just influencers in general don't do that going forward but yeah i know that's that's true i i I think like as much as like we say that we like we should i feel like it's still so hard for people like us that with like little platforms or you know like small you know we're like literally pretty much we're literally nobodies next to these people but yet they as these people with fame with these huge platforms like they have so much privilege like i don't know like i'd like to think that if i was ever you know on that huge like fan base as like someone like rihanna or whoever like whoever the big people are out there i would really really be so guilty and so shitty if i did something wrong like that and not realize it i like i would not be able to live with myself like what goes on in your mind (laughs) But the thing is, at the end of the day, like, I saw a few days ago, yeah. like, there was this article about, like, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, and obviously people went crazy for it. It's like, oh my god, like, no way they're dating, like, they're so cute, like, you know, just forgetting everything they've done, like, Rihanna's, like, done in the past. Because it sucks, though, because I loved Rihanna, like, she was one of my favorite singers and influencers ever, like, I looked up to that woman, and after seeing that, and, like, she didn't apologize, it's what kind of hurt. Because even if she did apologize, like, yeah, sure, it might have been fake, but it would have still, like, been better, because, like, I don't know. I know. At least you're acknowledging, like, what you did wrong. Yeah, I feel like it would, it would mean something to people, to the people that, you know, were affected by it, right? Like, for example, you totally, you saw then, like, okay, well, this is kind of bullshit, like, are you seriously gonna get away with this? Like, that's, that's unfair, you know, to people that are actually, like, you know, are Hindu, and, like, they it's like a, such a sacred part of their life that's just like yeah you know i feel like the, the main thing is that let's just let's just not look up the celebrities and that that that's like that's like what i would take away from that mm-hmm. i feel like not only celebrities i just think no one should be idolized no one should ever <laughs> yeah. been be put on that pedestal because everyone makes mistakes everyone 
falls trapped in and especially when you're at such a high power or like status you are bound to mess up it's just the way life is and by idolizing someone like this you either let them like let shit slide and you know throw it under the rug or you just get hurt by it you know what i mean like damn i didn't know someone i looked up to would do something like that so yeah i feel like as people like i know that we're not celebrities and we're not as famous as we would like to be at least not yet (laughs) no i'm kidding um but but seriously like i think that the thing is whenever we see something um like on instagram or post it's always like at face value there's always like a couple words there or a picture and we never know the story behind it so i think people are so quick to believe what they see right away so i I think the most important thing that we do now is that whenever you see something please look into it a little bit more don't just read the title of the article or don't just read the first post that you see scroll through search it up on google you have the internet for a reason look into it yourself before you make the mistake of offending somebody or you know saying the wrong thing right like i think now more than ever we have to be very very aware of what we say and make sure that we're educated